you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And by the way, there's only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Locked On SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, we got to talk Missouri football and basketball. And later on the show, I want to talk about Conzo Martin. If we can believe Conzo this preseason, We're going to be looking at a different-styled Missouri basketball team this coming winter. But first, of course, we got to start with football, right? A lot of recruiting news to get into. And do you want to start with the good news or the bad news? Well, I guess I'll start with the most recent bit of news, and unfortunately that is the bad news. And that is that St. Louis area cornerback Toriano Pride has committed to the Tigers of Clemson. Yes, it was down to Clemson and Missouri. Now it doesn't it certainly Missouri is going to continue to recruit Toriano Pride just as they do with St. Louis area receiver Luther Burden who's currently committed to Oklahoma, but it sure looks like Pride is probably heading to Clemson and to be perfectly honest, this is probably the most disappointing bit of recruiting news that the Tigers, the Missouri Tigers that is, have had for quite some time. He was a guy that for probably a month or two ago, I kind of thought was maybe a Missouri lean. So hard to blame the guy for going to one of the elite programs in all of the country, but certainly a disappointment for Eli and all of us Missouri fans. And frankly, Toriano Pride's commitment to Clemson actually underscores something that's been a bit of a trend so far, which is that really the biggest dividends that Eli Drinkwitz has gotten so far has been out-of-state recruiting because at this point it looks like Missouri is likely to get just one of the state's top five prospects in 2022. So really the Missouri recruiting, for as much as Eli has extended the olive branch throughout the state to all of these programs, and in particular St. Louis, well, quite frankly, The dividends just haven't been paid yet in Missouri. We haven't gotten a tremendous amount of huge, big-time commitments. The very top players in the state, for the most part, are still deciding to go elsewhere, which they did during the Odom regime and, for the most part, during the Pinkle regime as well. So, for whatever reason, Drinkwitz has been able to dip into places like Indianapolis, that area, and other places, and and get a lot of really, really talented guys. But for whatever reason, the weirdness with St. Louis, the, hey, Missouri, that's not the cool place to be, it's going to take a little bit more time, apparently. But regardless of where these guys come from, as long as Eli Drinkwitz is bringing in quality talent, well, I think Missouri fans are going to be really happy. Right now, the 2022 class is currently ranked 15th in the entire country. Now, that is absolutely unheard of. It really is. I mean, we're talking like Texas and Notre Dame territory, who Missouri just beat out for a Caleb Evans, by the way, the Tulsa cornerback transfer. And listen, we all know the Gary Pinkle model worked. And I honestly thought that was probably the only way to win at Missouri, which means, hey, 
Find some under-the-radar guys with really good athleticism, maybe not tremendous experience in high school football, but guys who have the talent that you can coach up and develop and turn into guys like Charles Harris, for instance, who became a top NFL pick as a defensive lineman. But Eli Drinkwitz is doing something else, and frankly, I didn't think it was possible. He has raised this bar for recruiting at Missouri, and it's literally quite unbelievable what he's doing so far. Now, if you want to push back a bit, that's fair because you can say, well, okay, even if he's 15th in the country currently, there will be teams like Florida who are ranked below Missouri right now. They're inevitably going to start picking up a few more recruits, and they'll probably move ahead of Missouri. So basically, in the SEC, Missouri is always going to be looking, you know, their ceiling is probably eighth best recruiting class in the conference, that kind of deal. And ultimately, they're going to end up probably 10th or 11th best in the conference. So you think, well, how does Missouri ever overcome that? Well, again, the bar is getting raised a little bit higher, so your your margin for error is also a little bit bigger. That's the key for the Tigers, because yes, while it sounds bad that 10th or 11th in the SEC, that starts to sound really insurmountable if you're a Missouri fan. But again, everybody in the SEC raises the bar. That's why we're still, even though you're 11th in the SEC, you're still top 25 in the entire country. That's the way it is in the SEC. If you want to be in this conference, you got to raise the bar. And so far, Eli Drinkwitz is doing it. The problem is he's going to have to continue doing it year after year after year. And I wouldn't underestimate him, but it's going to be a tough bar to clear. That's for darn sure. Now, of course, while Missouri did miss out on cornerback Toriano Pride, they did add another corner and, frankly, an even more important piece than Pride would have been for this upcoming 2021 season. Yes, a guy who can play immediately for the Tigers. And I want to tell you more about that young man But first, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of automobiles, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock everything you could need. And why would you endure all of the often pointless and sometimes a bit intimidating questioning like, hey, is your Odyssey van, is that an LX or an EX? That kind of deal. Well, you don't have to deal with that because, guess what? We have computers and we have rockauto.com. So save time and money. And why would you choose to spend way more for the same auto parts when you can save way money, a whole bunch of money at rockauto.com? So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your vehicle and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now, once again, obviously, Toriano Pride not committing to Missouri was not what we wanted to hear as Tiger fans. But we did get another bit of good news involving the Tigers secondary when Tulsa cornerback Allie Green IV decided to commit to Missouri. He'll be eligible immediately, graduate transfer, that kind of deal, just like his teammate Caleb Evans, another cornerback from Tulsa. And obviously, these guys are buddies, so one of the reasons that he wanted to come to Missouri is that Caleb Evans decided to come to Missouri. So lucky us, right? But quite frankly, this alone... This move, these two guys coming to Missouri, in my mind alone, justifies hiring 
Aaron Fletcher from Tulsa, by the way, to quote to coach our secondary, to coach on our defense. Because you've taken what was, to me, a clear position of weakness going into 2021, and you've possibly turned it into now a position of strength with two guys who apparently have some NFL scouts kicking their tires. You know, we'll see what actually happens with them at the pro level, obviously. But just that talent alone, they've shown production at the at the Division One level. I think now, really, you've obviously you've taken what has become a, a position of absolutely no experience whatsoever, really, outside of Ennis Rakestraw, who was a true freshman last year and was somewhat of a lesser extent ish Burdeen, to now you've got guys who have real experience and you're taking so much pressure off Rakestraw as a true sophomore, which I really like too. Now, Allie Green actually made a comment about why he committed to Missouri that's gotten some attention, and he said, I felt like they had a lot of love in their program, Green said, and he went on to say they also have a lot of coaches that look like me. And when he said that, I my, honestly, my first thought was, man, we should be so lucky to look like Allie Green. He's kind of a handsome son of a gun, I'll tell you that. He's a good-looking young cat. And he seems like a fun, positive guy, too. But no, in all seriousness, obviously what he's talking about there is that Missouri, other than Eli Drinkwitz, well, quite frankly, the entire coaching staff at Mizzou is black. So that's what he means by they look like me, right? And really, that's kind of been one of the unsaid factors in the Drinkwitz recruiting strategy, in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the reason that Eli Drinkwitz hires his coaches is because they're black. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that Eli Drinkwitz is a very calculated human being. He understands the current climate, the current culture, all that kind of stuff. And we've been hearing for years about how black men are underrepresented in terms of coaching in college so if he can find a bunch of really good black coaches like say Aaron Fletcher like say Marcus Johnson Steve Wilkes all these different great young coaches well some of them are young some of them aren't so young like Steve Wilkes is an older guy obviously but obviously that's a that's a win for a lot of recruits you know Allie Green said it I didn't want to say it but when he says it well now I feel like I can talk about it a little bit Obviously, you don't want to choose somebody because they simply look like you. That's what a lot of boxers did back in the day when they said, hey, I want to trust Don King because he looks like me. Well, unfortunately, Don King was not a trustworthy human being. But fortunately for Missouri, I think we have a tremendous group of coaches, regardless of their skin color. But if, if the tie goes to the runner, as the old baseball cliche goes, and, and if it helps that Missouri has a bunch of black coaches. Well, number one, I don't think that's an accident. I think Eli Drinkwitz is very aware of the lack of diversity in coaching. I think it's not just that he wants to fix diversity or something. No, he's doing it for his own self-interest. He wants to, to get better recruits, get better players, and win football games. So interestingly, there's kind of a symbiotic relationship here. In fact, it seems like getting more diversity, quote-unquote, is actually maybe leading to more wins on the football field. That would be nice to see, wouldn't it? And now that the 2021, as we actually get back to the football field here for a second, as the 2021 Missouri football team, the depth chart, well, our imaginary depth chart anyway, is starting to take place, 
It seems like corner has been solidified. So what is now the biggest question mark on the team? To me, it's got to be pass rushing. It's got to be defensive line because outside of Trey John Jeffcoat, I just don't know that there are a lot of obvious answers on who's going to get to the quarterback next season for Steve Wilkes' defense. And certainly the Tiger basketball team, with a lot of departing players from their previous team that went to the NCAA tournament, well, they have a lot of question marks, too. And I want to talk about how that team may look entirely different stylistically than anything we've seen in the Conzo Martin regime previously. But first, let's talk about Built Bar and their nine delicious, delicious flavors, including coconut and coconut almond. Yes, anything with coconut in it. That's what really suits my fancy. But whatever kind of taste buds you have, you're going to find something at Built Bar. Because you can get a mixed box where you can get two of each of their nine flavors. Find out what you like. I promise you there's something for everyone at BuiltBar.com. And most of these flavors have just 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And of course, with the NBA playoffs in full swing, baseball in action, oh, and of course, we've got the U.S. Open going this weekend. Now, if you, you guys know I like a good long shot futures bet. Well, golf is a really good place to go for that. You never know who's going to win a golf tournament. You get actual real no-names winning some of the biggest majors in the world. So if you want to get in on any of this action, you got to go to betonline.ag and don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as team preps for their runs to the playoffs, to the postseason, the whole deal. So go to betonline.ag, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your first deposit is when you use the promo code Locked on. Again, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, if you've listened to this show for a couple years now, you know that my opinions on Jeremiah Tillman were a bit counterintuitive because, on one hand, I was a big fan of Jeremiah's, thought he had a lot of potential, a lot of skills, and for the most part, I thought by his senior year, he really lived up to most of his potential. But at the same time, I was also very much an advocate of not running the entire offense through Jeremiah in the low post. I just thought the team worked better, operated better, got better shots when Jeremiah was setting high high screens, diving to the basket, just sort of finishing the play as opposed to being the the starting point of the play, if that makes any sense. And with Jeremiah Tillman departing the roster, obviously, and not a lot of obvious centers, true true centers left other than Jordan Wilmore, who played extremely sparingly last season. Not a lot of obvious guys in the post. Well, with one scholarship still to potentially be filled for this upcoming basketball season, Conzo Martin says they're looking, but I got to say the conventional wisdom that he's looking for a traditional postman, a big guy, I don't know that that's true necessarily. 
Because when you listen to what Conzo's saying, while he does emphasize that they're definitely looking to fill that last spot, they're looking to get one more guy for this season, he's talking a lot about opening up the court and not having a true post presence anymore. In fact, talking about Yaya Kita, who is maybe who is a forward center combo player, freshman coming in, well, Conzo's talking about how he's shooting the three ball at a high level and he'll be able to space the floor. And also because Kita, not really a traditional center, he seems like a pretty pretty quick guy laterally. Conzo also talking about being able to switch defensively, basically switch all five guys on the court instead of having to fight through screens, just kind of you know mess up the other team's offense just by switching screens, that kind of deal. Now, from my perspective, I hope this isn't just talk because I actually think this is the way Missouri should go. And if they are indeed going to fill that last roster spot, just give me a guy who can play. I don't care if he's a point guard. I don't care if he's a wing. I don't care if he's if he's a center. That's great, too. I, I'm just not interested in filling the last roster spot with a, a big guy who can take up space, just a space eater. To me, those guys are they're a dying breed. If you watch NBA basketball, those guys are almost unplayable these days. And you look at what Alabama has done, for instance. They obviously had a great team last season. Alabama, not exactly a basketball power. But Nate Oates figured out that, hey, if I have five guys who can dribble, shoot, and pass, well, we'll have a pretty doggone good team. And I think that's what Conzo Martin is slowly starting to figure out. So to me, again, just fill, if there's a guy who can dribble, pass, and shoot on the market, then add him to the team. I don't care if he's six foot ten. I really don't. And the sad reality is the way American post players are developed or, frankly, not developed at all, where are these great post players? Where are the guys that you can feed the ball to down low and expect to get good shots all the time? They exist, but they're pretty, pretty darn rare and getting more rare by the season. Now, we've heard Conzo Martin talk for the last couple years about speeding up the tempo changing the offense a little bit and last season the Tigers certainly weren't a fast-paced team by any stretch of the imagination in fact all of college basketball is just so much slower than it was 10 20 30 years ago but certainly Missouri was objectively a faster team last year they certainly looked for the fast break more than they used to and just in general I think that Maybe the, maybe he's really going in that direction because we saw the reality last season and we're not just hearing coach talk. We heard from Kobe Brown talking about how in this offseason, he says, quote, everyone's running and jumping. I saw that the first day. It immediately stuck out to me. Everyone here can dribble, put it on the ground, and get to the lane and make plays at the rim. It's a different team. Now, this is Kobe Brown saying This is a guy who's now going to be a junior with the Tigers. He's seen some stuff. He's been around. I tend to take what he says with, with – I tend to take it seriously is what I'm trying to say. So, I don't know. This, this team, I'm not a, I don't really have a lot of high expectations for them, but it's starting to sound like they may be a fairly fun team to watch. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They're certainly going to be young, and they're going to have a lot of things to figure out with so, so many new faces. So with all that being said, be sure to check out the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your shows because, well, 
They have all the news you need in 15 to 20 minutes a day. How can you do any better than that? Certainly they talk about everything that's happening in the NBA playoffs right now. So, yeah, check out Locked On today wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.